Hello, my name is Annette Delu, and you are listening to The Heart of You. I hope everyone had a wonderful, wonderful week. I certainly did. And it taught me a few things, <laughs> as, as life always does. Today, we're talking a little bit about when things don't work out the way that you plan them to. That happens a lot. And even when you're following your guidance, it can happen. Often, people think that, oh, well, if I'm following my guidance, I will never have to experience anything unpleasant ever. And that is simply not the case. This past week was a very, very good example of that fact. I went on a lovely, lovely road trip with a couple of friends out to Brittany. And we had the intention on going to this beautiful town called Venn. And then we were going to go to Karnak, which is a beautiful sacred space that has all of these ancient stones similar to Stonehenge, but on a sort of a much smaller scale. The stones are smaller, but there are many more of them. So there are like hundreds and hundreds of them. And this was the intention. And then we were going to Saint-Malo afterwards and then back to Paris. I thought this was a fantastic time to try out an electric car for a road trip. And although I am all for renewable energies, all of the saving the planet I can tell you right now, don't take a road trip with an electric car. Just don't do it. It was it was comical. We had a great time. It was comical, though, because the first day we left at 1 p.m. Paris time, and it was a roughly about a three-hour drive to where we were going first, and we didn't get there until 10 p.m. because of the electric car. So... There were some issues <laughs> that I didn't know about. There were some things I wasn't aware of regarding electric cars. The first of which is this particular car we had was a Peugeot 208. And if you go more than 100 kilometers an hour, basically your charge will only last about an hour. And <laughs> essentially... That is only about 80 kilometers, and we were going about like 280 or 300 kilometers, something like that. And the speed limit on most freeways here in France is 130. So you can sort of do the math and see how slow I would have to go in order to keep the charge. So we go to the first charging station, didn't work. Go to the second charging station, which was a Tesla charging station. And I thought, okay, maybe that'll be a, a better place to go. Turns out the charging station was only for Teslas. They had another charging station next to it, which was for all other cars, but it didn't work. And all of these charging stations, the non-Tesla ones, each one is run by a different company. So each one, you have to download a different app. It says you can use it with the website and just your credit card or your bank card or whatever, but it never works. So instead of just being able to like tap your card on the machine itself, just pay at the machine, you have to download an entirely new app for every single region you go to for every single different company who has a different type of electric charging station. So <laughs> the, the comedy of all of this is, is that we're basically running around trying to find 
a place to charge this car. We finally found a Tesla charging station that accepted non-Tesla cars, which there aren't that many of them, but they, they do exist. And we were able to charge up the car in about a half an hour. What this ended up doing was sort of changing our road trip plans because we could only take back roads now. We couldn't take the freeway because if we did, we would drain the battery too much and we'd be charging every 45 minutes to an hour. So we took back roads, which was beautiful and it was great. And we got to see all these little quaint, adorable French villages. It was incredible. However, the driving time was extended significantly on all sides. So, but keep in mind during all of this, me and my friends are just laughing. We're having a good time. I was a little frustrated at a certain point because I was getting really nervous that we weren't going to be able to charge this car. And eventually we were able to, to do it. We, we were able to figure it out. Okay, fine. Okay, no problem. So we finally get to the town we were supposed to be in that evening, found a charger to charge the car overnight, not far from the Airbnb we were staying in, and everything was fine for the next day. So it was a long learning curve for me, but even so, we still had to change our plans. So otherwise, we would have gone to Karnak, but we didn't because it would have been another hour and a half out and then another hour and a half back, and then we would have to go to Samalo. It was out of the way. Let's put it that way. But what happened instead? So what we decided is after we arrived in Venn, we stayed the day in Venn, which was beautiful. And then we decided that we were going to, instead of going to Karnak, we were just going to go straight to Samalo and sort of stop in some cool places along the way. So I had done a little bit of research ahead of time and found this village that I'd forgotten about. And we decided to stop in because it was pretty close. And as it turns out, it was the most delightful, beautiful village you could ever possibly imagine. Total witchy vibe, total spiritual vibe. All the stores have all the like crystals and, you know, cool spiritual trinkets and whatnot. The village itself was just incredible. They had this really beautiful fantasy museum, which was done by all artists, like this fantasy art that you can't even describe. It was just, it was like if you cross between. Guillermo del Toro and H.R. Geiger, like that kind of stuff. It was very, very cool. So had we not had this initial problem with the electric car, had we not had all of the challenges, we would have gone to Karnak, which probably would have been beautiful, but then we would have missed out on this little village that we ended up in. And we would have missed out on this little museum that we ended up seeing and so on and so forth. Eventually, we got our stride, we figured out the charging situation, and we planned it in. We got a beautiful, beautiful tour of all of the French industrial parks, <laughs> because that's where the chargers were that were working and such. I ended up with four, I think, apps of charging stations on my phone, which was not fantastic, but I did it and it worked. So why did all of this happen? Why? I was asking myself this, like asking my guides, why did this happen? It was an inconvenience for sure. We still had a great time. It wasn't exactly the trip that we had planned, but it still turned out beautifully. But why did, the, why did this happen? So it really got me thinking about my own journey and what has happened over the course of my spiritual awakening. There have been plenty, plenty, plenty of these types of situations where I'm asking my guides, hey, is it in my highest good to do this? And they're like, yes. 
and I go and do that thing and it's awful or it's not what I wanted or it's, you know, a total inconvenience or it's frustrating or whatever it is. So why would my guides tell me that that is in my highest good to do? Well, let me tell you, there are so many different reasons why they would do this. So the first reason could be that maybe because I've been sort of on the fence about buying a car. I really love driving. I love road trips. So I was like, you know, do I really want a car? Do I need one? You know, I've kind of been back and forth. And part of that decision-making process has been like, oh, I think I will buy an electric car because that makes the most sense. Well, now I absolutely will not buy an electric car, at least not for another few years, because the technology is just not there. The infrastructure isn't there. And it's a it's a huge time suck, essentially. So so that could have been for me, for my purposes, so I could know what it was like to use a car like this on a road trip. So the other aspect of this could be, okay, well, let's see how Annette and her friends do with all of these inconveniences. Can they still have a good time regardless of all of the snafus? And we certainly did. We absolutely did. At each industrial park we came to, we would take a picture of the industrial park. We would have a little picnic. We had gone to a boulangerie beforehand to get some food. And and so was it the idyllic picnic in a beautiful French countryside? No, it was an industrial park. But it sort of became a joke throughout the rest of the trip. So it could be your guides testing you. Are you going to make the most of a situation? Are you going to put it in a place in your heart and in your soul where... Yeah, I can get through anything. The other reason why this could happen is to show you where you are energetically. Are you going to get frustrated? Are you going to get mad? Are you going to let the entire experience be ruined by this inconvenience? Or are you going to just take it in stride? Are you going to see the beauty in all of it? Are you going to see the laughter and the humor in all of it? So these are some of the reasons why I feel this happened. But because this is a channeled message for the week, I'm going to ask my guides to see if I was correct in my intuition of the reason why this happened or if there was something else that was going on or if they have any other messages for us regarding when things don't go our way, even after being guided to said situation. You are absolutely correct, Annette, in the sense that it can be a test for most people to see how they can live their lives in challenges and have they overcome old challenges? Have they overcome old ways of thinking, old ways of being, old ways of believing? All of these things are transformative. Every moment of every day that you have in your life can be a transformative moment. It is entirely up to you whether or not it is. So you can sit and complain or you can transform that energy into something joyous and laughter filled as you did on this road trip. Of course, there were some times where you, can, you were concerned, you were worried, you didn't know what was going to happen, but you allowed that energy to move through you and you were able to laugh it off afterwards. 
It was something that you needed to go through for many, many reasons. First, these are new friends you were traveling with. And to travel with new friends, sometimes that can be difficult. We wanted you to see that these are friends of yours that will be in your life for a very long time, that these are friends that are aligned for you energetically. This was not just a message for you. This was a message for them as well. This was a message to them that no matter what kind of frustrations can come about, that you can all take it in stride, that you can all learn from it, and you can all be in the same energetic place. So the lesson is not always just for one person. It can be for many people as well. One of the other things that happened during this road trip that you had was your own awareness of where you were energetically, where you were emotionally at every given second of this trip. There was never a moment in which you reacted to something, but then were not aware of how it was impacting the group, how it was impacting everyone else. And you went back and went inside and discovered within yourself, why is it that I'm acting this way? Why is it that I'm feeling this way? You did not put that upon the other people that were around you, but instead you went within and acknowledged that these are some of your wounds that you still need to work on, or these are some of the things that you still need to address within yourself. All of these types of tests or trials, if that's what you would like to call them, can be looked at in so many different ways. It can be looked at as just a challenge and life is hard and life sucks and everything is horrible. You can look at it that way if you want to, because that's what you will manifest. That's what you will manifest more of. Or you can look at it from the standpoint of, oh, this is a growth point. This is something that I can overcome and I now have the tools to do so. The question you had asked, which was, why is it that we give you guidance that seems to be misleading? The reason why we will tell you to do something or we will suggest that you do something or if you're asking if it's in your highest good and we say yes, the reason why that happens is because you don't see the big picture. We see everything that is going to be happening in every single timeline, in every single dimension. And so we can guide you to say, yes, even though this may result in something that you do not want, it will eventually help you in the long run. It will have a positive effect on you in the long run. Because humans have a tendency to have a very short, short vision of what is to come, if they even have a vision of what is to come. With the higher perspective that we have, we know that if you go through this challenge now, it's going to prevent a larger challenge in the future. There are also times when people feel like everything must happen for a reason. And although that is true from one perspective, from the other perspective, sometimes it is just something that happens. Now, that's not the case for this road trip, given the fact that you had asked ahead of time, you had asked our guidance whether or not you should get 
an electric car or a gas car, whatever car you decided to get. And we did guide you towards the electric car. And there were many reasons for that, which we have already outlined. It was going to serve multiple purposes. And because of that, it made more sense for you to use that car than to not use that car. The other aspect of this is also that you are not going to be turned off to all electric cars. For example, you are going to Los Angeles very shortly. You have rented an electric car while you're there, and you are not in a place where you're saying, I'm going to cancel this car just because of the bad experience that I had. You're going to give it another shot, and you're going to see how well it does because it's a different car, it's a different country, different infrastructure. And if that car ends up being inconvenient as well, that may be the sign that you need to say, okay, maybe I will let that go for now. That is also part of the lesson, which is just because you have one bad experience or one challenging experience with someone, with something, with an event, with whatever it is, doesn't mean that it's always going to be challenging, doesn't mean that it's always going to turn out the exact same way. So keeping your heart open, even if it is for something as simple as a car for a road trip, keeping your heart open to what the possibilities might be. Because if you do that, you might surprise yourself. You might be surprised by what you get. Allow yourself to be surprised. The other aspect to being guided to something that may not seem to be in your highest good in the short term is if you are going through some sort of grief or pain because of a decision that you made that was guided, know that that was also for a reason if it was guided. That means that you needed to release that energy. You needed to release that grief, that pain, that heartache, whatever it is that is within you, maybe you needed to release that. And the new situation that came up that you were guided to was going to give you that ability to move through that energy. There are so many wonderful things to talk about on this topic. You as humans, you get so frustrated, especially when you're working with us and things don't turn out your way. We encourage you to look at it from all sides. And we encourage you to talk to us and ask us why that happened. Because sometimes this happens, and Annette, you have done this as well, where you get frustrated and you get angry at us and then you yell at us and tell us that we don't know what we're doing. And that's okay. We can handle it. We don't take offense to it. But what that does is that's shutting down your heart again. That is shutting down your ability to listen, your ability to know, to feel, and to see. So if you're able to take it in stride and understand that whatever is happening is happening because it was guided, and turn to us if you need the help and ask, why do I have to go through this hardship? Why do I have to go through this particular challenging time? And we will tell you the answer if it is guided for you to know the answer. I do have a question. So when you're in that frustrating space or that space of grief after a situation like that has happened, it's often hard to actually connect with you, with my guides. It's, it's hard because you're in anger, you're in fear, you're in sort of lower energy, so it is harder to listen. 
do you have any suggestions for me and for my listeners for what to do in that situation? I would simply suggest that you take the time. You just need to take the time to let the energy subside. Maybe in the height of that energy, of that frustration, anger, grief, pain, fear, whatever it is, in the height of that, you may not be able to connect to us very well. But that's okay. You can just be in your humanness. You can be in your 3D self and experience those emotions in whichever way you need to. As we said before, if you want to yell at us, you can yell at us. We don't care. It's not something that we take on. It's just an expression of energy that you have that you need to get through. And we understand that. So express the energy however you need to express it. But don't forget to check in with us afterward. Oftentimes, the residual of it will just keep you in that space of lingering and malaise and irritation. But if you're able to move through it gracefully, then you might be able to then connect to us and ask us the questions that you need to ask. Oftentimes, when you practice this over and over again, and this happened for you, Annette, on the road trip, where you don't really even need to ask us as it's happening, the intuition is coming in because your channels are wide open most of the time. So you're able to get that intuition pretty clearly as it's happening. It doesn't necessarily subside the anger or the frustration in that very moment, but it will make it shorter lived. So is there any point in time, and I'm pretty sure I have done this before, is there any point in time where I'm asking for guidance, you give me a piece of guidance and I do it, I do whatever the guidance is, but maybe I got the message wrong? <laughs> like maybe I got it wrong? Is that is that something that has happened? It has happened, but only in your early years of your spiritual awakening. Now that you have crossed the thresholds into the main event of your spiritual awakening, if you will, you're no longer in the beginning stages. The chances of you getting the message wrong are very, very small. You doubt yourself, certainly, but it's only doubt. The message is still correct. You just doubt whether or not it is correct. So know that once you get through that portion of your spiritual awakening, when you are in a space of peace most of the time as you are, that your messages are going to be much clearer than they were, let's say, 10 years ago. And they will become even more clear still as you move forward in your awakening process. Okay. Do you have any other messages for the collective on this topic? Not at this time. Okay. Thank you. I hope this was super helpful for you as usual. If you would like to contact me, you can always reach me on my website. You can book a reading. Also, don't forget, we only have a few more weeks left before the Soul Discovery Workshop that's happening in Los Angeles, and that is September 16th and 17th, 2023 in Huntington Beach, California. It's a two-day event where we start exploring how to really tap into your intuition meet your guides, talk to your guides, get the messages, channel, and do some chakra scanning as well as really diving into 
what your dominant gifts are. So you could spend two days with me in Huntington Beach exploring all of this beautiful, beautiful energy. If you would like more information about that, you can head to my website as well. It's right there and you can purchase the ticket in the store. It's called Soul Discovery Workshop. So we are back on Wednesday with a new episode. And that episode is going to be an interview with Suzanne Anderson. And she and I are discussing her new book that's called You Make Your Way by Walking. And it is a beautiful, beautiful book about grief and loss and how to move through it, how to move through the uncertainty. Thanks so much and have a really beautiful, beautiful week. Have an amazing day and never stop exploring your soul because it is the most important relationship you will ever have. If you are interested in learning more about me and the sessions that I do, feel free to go to my website at infinitesoullove.com. On all social media, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube at Infinite Soul Love 1111. Hey, and if you feel called, I would love it if you could rate the heart of you on whatever streaming service you're using, whether it's Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Please take a moment, give it a review. It really does help the channel. Thanks so much. 